Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Constructing Comics. Uh, this is episode six. Tonight, or t- in this episode, we will be looking at Daredevil 611. This is uh, part three of The Death of Daredevil. Um, the writer on this book is Charles Soule. Art is done by Phil Noto, and the lettering is done by Clayton Clowes. Clayton Clowes. Um, and joining me again is Noah to discuss uh, the, this issue. So um, we're going to be looking at about three pages um, early on in this issue. These are roughly within the, the first uh, three to four pages of, of, the, of the issue. Um, so um, we'll get started and we'll, we'll break down the first, the first page here, um, which is a fight scene taking place in a hospital room uh, Mike Murdoch has taken uh, Matt Murdoch to a uh, sort of off the record uh, medical facility where he has been um, attacked by the vigil and uh, fighting begins so um, I'm gonna let Noah come in here and discuss some of the the art choices and some of the page design here um yeah, so like it's a it's a pretty straightforward action sequence. Nothing really hard. It's not hard to follow. You know, easy movement uh, from left to right, just right off the bat. You know, with the um, Daredevil, like it starts. Um, I'm guessing after the page where Daredevil has thrown uh, surgery utensils at the at the vigil, and yeah. the vigil has thus deflected them with his knives. Yeah, um, the if if I'm remembering correctly, the the page before um, Daredevil sort of senses that that somebody's coming up, and he knows, you know, he's he's pretty much at every turn and twist, the the vigil has shown up to to attack him. So he pretty much knows. Um, and the page prior is the the throwing of the uh, the surgical knives or instruments. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a uh, yeah, like so, like I like that you know daredevil action here you know everybody's always deflecting something with something you know Mm -hmm. because everybody has those pinpoint accuracies in this comic you know you wouldn't have one of villain that wasn't as accurate as daredevil going against him you know um you got this great blur effect on the vigil's right arm that's the first one you sort of see your eye leads to is him reflecting it and that's sort of something that uh seems like phil noto uses to sort of have this action it looks almost like a smudge i really like that um, yeah and i think that i think those knives are supposed to be made of bone so i think that's why we get some of the uh the, the, the interesting side effects blur to it yeah okay and they make the tunk sound instead of something more metallic yeah know? that that would that would make sense as well yeah yeah okay that makes a lot of sense and um yeah, it's a great, you know, great hero pose profile of uh, of the vigil looking um, from right to left. And mm-hmm. uh, but there is still a good guide as far as like going down to the next uh, the next panel, because you have one of the scalpels that's bouncing off of the knife from his left arm is pointing down towards the middle pa- middle panel yeah. where you get a close up on. Uh, the vigil sleeve, which um, Daredevil was able to hit, and uh, Daredevil makes the observation that he knows that the vigil can bleed um, because the sleeve is ripped open, and and uh, Daredevil has clearly cut him. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think of another cool uh, design element here is, is um, most of these are fast moving quick panels, but that first panel where, where the, the visual shows up, that's, that's our largest panel where we're sort of going to spend the most time sort of with our eye focused on it, taking in all the information um, sort of like uh, with the reveal or the, the, the action sequence before of the, the throwing of the surgical um, the surgical instruments, we then we get that sort of moment of here's the bad guy showing up. So you, you do pause on it for, for a little bit and sort of recognize who, who the, who the attacker is here. So I think that that's pretty cool. It's the most text heavy panel also besides the, the, the third panel. Yes. You know, you really hold on this panel to, to get in the action. Um, Clayton Cowell's lettering uh, moves with the form. Mm-hmm. of the panel you know from again left down to right you yeah. know with his his letter boxes really great um and uh yeah then you 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 spend less time with less dialogue on different things um i'd say the third panel has a lot of dialogue in it i mean it's pretty uh, there's a lot of negative space in this whole page besides mm-hmm. the figures you know mm-hmm. um and uh especially the the first panel um there's a lot of negative space even with the lettering there's a lot of negative space uh and i think that helps um the impact of uh the next page that we're going to talk about which we'll uh, we'll talk about when i get there but there is a lot of negative space on this page that i've noticed like a lot of empty space not a lot of detail in the backgrounds mainly i guess to focus more on the action but also i think it definitely does add more of a uh, a contrast and more of an impact on the next page. I think yes. to have a page that has little detail that you can sort of go through fast and then get hit with a bunch of detail. Yeah, um, and if we look at the the second panel of this page, um, uh, this is where the one of the instruments cuts the visual, but uh, he's got a little bit of uh, red to his. Um, to his 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 outfit or his costume here and the way the folds sort of um of the red part of it go around it almost frames daredevil moving in in the in the next panel yeah and uh daredevil a bit of an arch there yeah yeah and daredevil like um like vigil's knife from the top panel is you know breaks the panel border Mm -hmm. and uh I always see that that's sort of a, a, a way of saying who are the most two important, excuse me, what are the two biggest, uh, like, you know, what are the two important things in this page or, you know, um, the two most important things in this fight, yeah. you know, um, you know, who breaks the panel border. Um, I wonder where Vigil's knives, knives go though, after, because they disappear then in the fourth and fifth panel. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. He's got a firm grip of them in that in that first one. Um, and uh, you know, after the cut panel, we get we get Daredevil, and um, he's he's moving quick. We can see that from from the blur that we get from from his red costume. So yeah, he he didn't have a lot of time to either put those away or or or. I guess I guess maybe we can we can think that he dropped them, but uh, yes, no, he yeah. definitely does not have those in the the last four, which is uh, our four sort of 
combat uh, fighting panels. Yeah, and that's that's another point to make with this is that Phil Noto sort of comes from that classic Marvel technique of how to do an action sequence. It really reminds me of that Stan Lee page that we did a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um, where you, you fill in the blank uh, between the actions, you know, of how people get to certain points on the page. You just, you have a lot to fill in, but you fill it in. You know, your imagination fills it in. Um, unlike something like Headlopper, where each pa- each action is laid out within the space that it takes place in, you know. Um, these four bottom panels on the bottom of the page sort of exemplify that, um, where you just have, you know, just, sorry, I guess one, two, so three consecutive actions across four panels, you know. Yeah, and, and I uh, like their their subsequent reactions. Yeah, and what's I think what is uh, another good design element here is that these these last four panels the, they're they're all the same height uh, at the yeah. bottom, uh, but Daredevil moves with us as we read it from the left, yeah, to the right, and in in the last panel the right he's he's falling out of the panel, which will again when we get to the next page will. Um, lead lead us to to that action but those those four panels those are those are pretty good uh fight panels um what do you what do you think about those i think it's great and i don't think we've talked about it yet on this show but this is a good place of like what what you can play with as far as timing with comics because you don't have the control of time that you wouldn't say like a tv show or a movie where you get to show the action but things you do have control over in comics is how long someone spends on the panel by how much text you put on it. Um, but also um, impacts of panels, impacts of movements and, you know, an action um, by the, using the page turn, you know, and this mm-hmm. is a classic example of that where, uh, and I think also dropping out the background sort of helps in this too, in the sense that we don't know where, where Daredevil's going. I mean, unless, I mean, I'm guessing it was sort of established where things are in the previous pages, but, you know, you don't know where Daredevil's going after he gets hit by the vigil on this last panel and the, the splash page that makes it all the more impactful. Yeah. Uh, when you turn the page and you get that, oh crap, that kind of thing, like that's what happens, you know? Yeah. Uh, we know Daredevil's flying back, but I think that page turn is such a, is such a reward for that, you know? Yeah. Um, and with those fight uh, panels, and with those fight panels there, um, the the and when I say those fight panels, I'm referring to those to those last four. Um, mm-hmm. They're the same height. They're all almost the same width, but that third one is is narrower. Um, yeah. Where uh, it's a it's a it's a quick action as 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 that hand as that hand moves. So we even sort of focus on it um, with our eye for, for a shorter period. And it gives us that illusion of uh, speed and, and quickness um, as that sort of open fist uh, punches is, is coming at daredevil, which strikes them in the, in the fourth and uh, fourth panel of that sequence. Yeah. And contrast that into the actions ahead of time, which looks more complex when, Daredevil and the Vigil are, gla- are grappling with each other in those mm-hmm. first two panels. Uh, like I said, there's more to fill in between those two panels and how we get to the third panel in those bottom four. 
um, than there is in the last two panels. It's a very like, you know, step-by-step -step action, you know, yeah. uh, lead up and then pay off, you know, those last two. Um, which I think, again, isolating an important moment, if it had just been, like, if you had taken out that center panel, I don't think it would have had the impact as, uh, as it would have if you had, uh, if you had kept it in. Um, it sort of reminds me of a, uh, I don't know, it's, it's sort of like, it's sort of, you know, Zack Snyder and his films sort of sort of show that, like that basic, you know, mm -hmm. where you slow down something right before you, you know, you bring in the action, that kind yeah. of thing. You slow the person down, you add in a couple more frames or something like that, and then you, you give them that action and it's somehow more satisfying. You know, there's something visually really cool about that. And even, you know, that's in like classic Kung Fu films too. I mean, like if you watch Enter the Dragon, there's a lot of stuff like that, you know, where, I mean, like the classic one is like Bruce Lee finishing the guy off in the fight, you know, where he like, he jumps up in slow motion and then like, you know, lands it, you know, that's sort of that, you know, that kill move. That's just good. That's good action cinema and same with good action comics. It's this, the two things you slow it down. You know, there's more of an impact There's more, uh, you feel it more. Yeah. So yeah. before we move to the to the next page, uh, do you do you have any any final thoughts on this 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 fight sequence? I don't think so. I think just like you know, just that it's just classic Marvel. It's classic action. You know, it's just good and it's easy to follow. Yeah, yeah. Phil Noto is a good he's a good artist with action. He did, he proved that in his like what I've read by him is his like uncanny X Force stuff with Rick Remender. Yeah. And he does the exact same stuff in that. He's just a bare bones kind of artist. And he's really good at the bare bones kind of action too. Mm -hmm. And so, as I mentioned with that last panel, um, Daredevil gives us the illusion of falling out of that panel, which is going to take us to the, to the next page, which is a full page splash of, of Daredevil um, breaking through uh, a glass plane and in the in the office building and and hovering for a moment before he's he's about to 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 fall um this is a like i said this is a this is a splash with two small inset panels at the bottom but uh it's a it's, it's a pretty powerful page so uh what do you what do you think yeah. about the design here it's just great as far as like you know that's, I don't know if it was, you know, how much of it's Charles Soule, how much of it's Phil Noto as far as just good page pacing, you know? Yeah. Having that, that really heavy paced action sequence and then having that impact that, you know, that first image that you can just sort of just take in, you know, what's like, how's, how's Daredevil going to get out of this next? And you really get sucked into it at that point. Um, really love it from a design point in the sense that, uh, Again, there's a great uh, Daredevil's uh, sort of dynamic uh, action anatomy, you mm -hmm. know, and this page is, is, is great. You know, he's got his, his body, the, the lines from his body, you follow those down to the bottom two panels. Yeah. Um, there's a great left to right movement also, you know, and uh, you can move around the page pretty well. Um, yeah, with like how his feet are placed, it's it's just good from a design perspective. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. So um, we had talked about this earlier, but um, some of the things that we had noted was the the way that the the sound effect was made out of the the shattering yeah. shattering glass, um, and uh, it's one of those things that you might not see on on first glance or even even first first read. It's one of those things that you might you might only catch on a, on a second second glance or or a second read. Um, but it, it's definitely it's definitely there. Yeah, I love it when artists do this, where they actually draw in the sound effects themselves, um, yeah. rather than get a letterer to do it. It just it it fits and it doesn't stick out as badly. On the previous page, Clayton Cowles did the special effects clearly mm-hmm. um, with some of the sound effects, and again, it doesn't bother me too much. But it does sort of it doesn't flow as naturally as when the artists actually incorporate the sound effects in. Um, and I really love that when they do, and especially when it's incorporated into the actual like background and stuff like here, the crash sound effect is Mm -hmm. in, is shaped, is, is drawn out. So it looks like broken glass. Yeah. Um, I love it. I mean, I, I love when people do that. Um, uh, Ryan Stegman recently did that a lot on his Venom run Mm -hmm. and it was just phenomenal. And, uh, I love it when artists get creative with that kind of design. You know, that's something that you can do. You know, you don't have uh, the liberty of sound like you do in other visual mediums, you know. Um, So getting creative with how sound works within the comics is pretty impressive. And uh, also with the size of the text, that always matters because that also, you know, that's the the size of the font or the, the letters creates a bigger sound in your brain. So just great choices to have it be a part of the, the image in total. And also so that you can, can get the feel of what the, that kind of crash would be, um, mm-hmm. you know, working it into the background, but also the size of it, getting how loud it would be within there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love this. I love this page. You can and tell. so with this being a comic and somebody being thrown through uh, a glass window um, yeah. on top of a building. Um, there's obviously a, a, an allusion to 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 another famous uh, comic book here. Um, you want to, as that's one of your favorites. You want to you want to talk about that? Yeah, it's it's got this iconic. Uh, you know, it's an iconic panel from comics: the comedian being thrown out of the window and Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love. You know, I I love seeing homages to Watchmen and anything um, because it's the greatest graphic novel ever. I mean, I'm, you're not everybody might agree with me, but like you can't name one that's impacted the way, you know, pop culture views graphic novels. Um, oh, oh, definitely. I'm I'm going to yeah. think if, you know, you had critics put books on their on their t- you know, top list. It's 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 going to be at the top, or if if not at the top, near the top of of everybody's everybody's list. Yeah, it's it's the graphic novel. Uh, it's the Moby Dick of graphic novels. You yeah. know, you got that iconic. You know, you've got those iconic roles, those iconic images um, from those things in there. Um, you know, I, I I kind of see it as my. Uh, you know, like my, when I'm, when I'm drawing, I sort of see it as sort of the comics Bible, you know, the mm-hmm. comics guideline. So, you know, this is, uh, 
you know, this is taken from with like, you know, with the, especially with the red choice here, how prevalently red this pan, this page is, yeah. you know, it's got other colors in it too, but that panel in the book is red, you know, it's all red in, in Watchmen. Yeah. Um, so it fits really well as a great homage. Um, also with the, uh, this being the death of Daredevil, you know, makes sense to have Watchmen thrown in there since uh, so much of Watchmen is a, um, not necessarily a farewell to how comics were, but almost a, a farewell to sort of the innocence of superheroes and stuff like that. And, um, and that's how the book starts is, is with, you know, a superhero being murdered, you know? Yeah. Uh, of course it doesn't end this, this page doesn't end with, you know, Daredevil falling to his death. No. Um, the page even shows it that way. And I, which I think is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's a, transitioning over to those last two panels on this page uh you get another um uh, two consecutive actions um like the page previous with the last two panels Mm -hmm. um which are which are two great you know two great actions as well you know daredevil drawing the one of his batons and firing his grappling hook from said baton yeah and i like how that uh um, the the firing of the of the grappling hook um, points us up and away. Yeah. Sort of, you know, every action had been either, you know, we get that slight hang and we're anticipating a fall, um, and then um, that last panel with the with the grappling hook firing is is symbolizing to us that nope, that fall is not happening. We're about to we're about to recorrect or you know recorrect and uh change directions um so we yeah. get that we get the we get the hook grappling hook fired and that would take us to the the last page that we're we're breaking down in this sequence where uh we're back at the broken glass panel uh or window here at the, the top of this 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 building and um the vigil is standing looking out um at the cityscape um, where he's just thrown Daredevil out the window, but we can see that Daredevil is making his escape, um, you know, swinging away, uh, grappling hook connected to a higher up building and, and swinging away to safety. So yeah. uh, that's, that's our, that's our last part there. So what do you, what do you think about what that page there? Very cinematic, you know? Yeah. Uh, I love that. You know, that's classic, again, just classic comic book storytelling. Charles Soule's very, you know, his writing is singular and, you know, to comics. And mm-hmm. Phil Noto clearly is the same way with his designs. You know, this is classic, classic Marvel, classic comic page, you know, where the broken glass is framing the vigil and Daredevil swinging yeah. away. Um, just a great it you know and you, this is sort of the splash this is the opening splash you know the title page for the book right yeah it's 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 yeah. very much got like a like a movie paste a movie poster uh feel to it so you, you yeah sort of, you've sort of had two pages of fighting falling and then you sort of you get a you get a pause and you you know you're you're, you're reading you know, creative team title and, and all that stuff. And you, you sort of pause for a second on that very cinematic uh, moment. So that, that's also a very good uh, design element there. 
Yeah. Um, I like how, uh, if we sort of look at this with leading your eye from top to bottom, Daredevil almost acts as he swings away, almost acts as a, as a, as a line pointing us back down to the, to the center yeah. of the, the head of the, the vigil as he, as he stands with it, with his, his back towards us. And that's just a good, that's a, excuse me. And that's, that's why it's important that the last panel on the last page was pointing up to the right, you yeah. know, directly up towards Daredevil on the, on the following page. And then, yeah, he's a, he's a framing device pointing us back down to the vigil and, uh, you know, thus leading us off the page or, you know, onto the page. It's a great ending to a, like, you know, a cold open, you know, yeah, and, and then the, the real story is going to start after this. Yeah. And the vigil is, yeah. uh, he's, he's also sort of framed in the, the, the buildings of the, of the cityscape. Um, yeah. you know, he's almost got a, uh, he's almost got a, a, a V or a valley sort of pointing, you know, toward, towards him as he looks out there. So that's, that's, that's the breakdown there. Um, so we, we, we looked at three pages there, uh, you know, a fight, uh, a fall and a hang with a, uh, you know, uh, a movement to, to save us and, uh, and to get away. Um, I think one thing that's kind of interesting here is that uh, uh, Daredevil flees. Um, yeah. He, um, he doesn't, due to the, the, his, his condition, the, the injuries he has, he sort of um, chooses to, to, to fight another day and, 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 and get out of there. It's, uh, it's a, probably doesn't happen all that often in a, in a superhero um, fight you know they usually would uh stand there in a knockdown fight till till one was one was going to win but in this case uh daredevil sort of assesses the uh the situation and due to the fact that he's he's banged up pretty bad and he just got off the operating table he chooses to uh to 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 get away yeah um well, this said uh, that's a t- that's a marvel thing too you know yeah. um that's something stanley wanted to um you know, infuse into his his comics where it's sort of a real situation where the the hero won't always be ready, willing, ready and willing to stick around and finish the fight because he might be tired or whatever. Yeah. Also, you know, he he noticed that the vigil is the vigil's sole purpose is to kill him, nobody else, and to hurt him and nobody else. Um, yeah. So he knows that it's best to regroup and yeah, get ready for the following fight. Definitely. Um, yeah, very true to Marvel's, you know, way of telling stories and uh, characterizing heroes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said earlier, this happens all very early in the, in the, in the, in the book. So there's, there's more, um, you know, there's, there's more time for, for Daredevil to, to, uh, to take on the vigil. So, um, and this is, this is the last issue of this uh, this writer's run before it turns uh, before it's turned over to a new writer. So um, you know he definitely probably wanted to have a few a few fight uh, fight scenes in there as opposed to just 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 one. So this allows him to to have a fight scene and regroup, maybe put some more story elements in before we we we, we come to to any conclusion that, that this issue would have. So, um, yeah, uh, I was thinking if we, if we 
would take a couple minutes just to sort of um, go over sort of the, the lighting and the coloring here. Um, uh, Phil Noto did, did all the art here. He did the, he did the, the pencils, the inks and, and, and the coloring. Um, I think what's kind of, what's kind of good here is, is that, um, we have a, we have a page that takes place inside and it's very white and, and drab as a, you know, an office building would be, or a medical facility would be on the inside. But then we, we switch to the, to the darkness of, uh, being outside at night, um, as Daredevil falls. Um, I like how on the, the panel where he's falling, he's the, the lighting is, is coming up from the bottom, which gives yeah. us the, gives us the, the, the illusion or not the illusion, but it, it, it hints to us that he's, he's high up. He's so high up that, you know, he's got, he's got city lights, he's got street lights underneath of him. Um, and that sort of gives us a, a sense of, of, of being high. So, so what do you think about that? Yeah, I really love that too. Um, I also love how in um, throughout these pages and, and now that I think about it, most of Fonato's arc, he, he never uses black blacks for mm -hmm. shadows. Yeah. Um, I really like that. And uh, especially then that, 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 that allows for some creativity and how he draws the cityscapes. I love how he, I think, I think he does mostly digital work. Um, from the looks of things, but like, I love this sort of watercolor texture he gives to everything um, as well. It's very flat, but at the same time, you do feel like this sort of papery um, paper cutout. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I really like that a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's great. So we've uh, we've broken down these these three pages again. We we looked at uh, part three of uh, the death of Daredevil. That's issue six eleven uh, with your legacy um, numbering. Um, and again, this was was written by by Charles Soule. Um, art again was by Phil Noto. Um, again, he did, he did, he did all the art. He did the pencils, he did the, the inks, he did the coloring. And then we have lettering by Clayton Cowles. So um, that's pretty much going to do it for us uh, tonight um, on this episode. Um, and uh, we will be back with, with another one soon. So again, this is Matt uh, and this was constructing comics. And I'd like to, thank uh my buddy noah for for joining us uh noah uh, you want to say uh anything on the on the way out here yeah thanks for listening if you are listening and thanks matt for having me on to talk about daredevil and these last issues with him um yeah had a lot of fun as always all right well thanks again and we'll be back soon so uh 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 thanks again and we appreciate it bye